Welcome back. My name's Loman, and I'm about to tell you another story from Bear Island. Now I'm sure glad that you're here to hear it, and I'm sure happy I get to tell it. If you have any question, comment, kudos, or concern, please record a voice memo and send it to bearislandpod at gmail.com. I'll feature you on an upcoming show. All right, now. Here we go. Listen up. Come and see Bear Island with me. Come and see Bear Island with me. Way up north where the fog is thick and there's black sand beaches too. Come and sit on a craggly cliff and I will be right there with you. Now way up north where the fog is as thick as cotton candy, there's an island of black sand beaches and steep craggly cliffs. And on this island there live a kind of bear that can talk and dance and sing just like humans do. There's all kinds of bears that live on this island, but the main characters are King Kukuru, the wise old king, Jem, the sassy young bear who's wise beyond her years, Dish, the inventor bear who's always coming up with new solutions for problems, Loy, the strongest bear on the island, who can sometimes be found down at the beachfront, hurling boulders many feet into the air. And there's also Ralph, the weird old mushroom farmer who lives out in the woods, and Old Nan, the oldest bear on the island, who has a very long memory and a story for every kind of occasion. There's also some of these younger bears. There's Tank and Evie and Honey too. Now, recently Tank and Honey had just crossed a very important milestone in their young cub life. They had gone off to their first day of school, kindergarten. Now, not only was it their first day of school, but they were bears in a human school, so maybe it made it a little more scary than it might have been. But by and by, they both started to fit right in and make new friends and learn all kinds of things about the world that they didn't know before. They learned how to read and spell and write their name and do math. They learned how to plant vegetables in a garden and how to see all the colors in the rainbow. They learned how to play together and dance and do all kinds of things. Now... I'm sure you know that the bears on Bear Island love nothing more than a good game of seaweed ball. But I think you can also guess that at a playground in a human school, there's not really a game of seaweed ball to be found. No worries. Tank got very into a game called wall ball. He was doing all kinds of things that the other kids couldn't keep up with. Huge, powerful hits, little whispers, nudges that would just tap off the wall and roll away. 
He was doing pockets and hankies and magic whoop-de-doos. Pretty soon he became the best player in the whole elementary school and they called him Tank, the god of wall ball. Back home on Bear Island there was nothing more that Tank liked to do than sit around and tell stories about his wonderful wall ball exploits. And then I was sitting there and there was a kid who was in fifth grade and I totally smoked him. Just totally hitting those balls back and forth, back and forth. He had no hope. He had no hope. And the bears liked to hear it. Honey sometimes would come to the wall ball courts and watch Tank work. And she was very proud that her friend from Bear Island was making his presence known on those playgrounds. By and by, the other bears on the island started to get the itch for a little wall ball game themselves. So Dish, the inventor bear, he figured out a way to make a little bit of cement using the sand on the island and other kinds of technical things I'm not sure about. But he did it. With a frame made out of cedar branches, he filled it on in with cement and soon enough the bears of Bear Island had a wall ball court of their own. Tank taught them all how to play. But Tank was sort of, I don't know how you'd say it, a ruthless kind of player. He loved to win, you see, and he would play really hard even on those who were just beginning to get the grasp of the game. And this didn't just stop at the bears. No, no, no. When Terrence the sea lion came up from the water to try his fin out at a little wall ball, Tank didn't go easy on him. Pop, 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 and Terrence was out. And when Pringle, the seagull in charge of bringing mail to Bear Island, came through and Tank challenged them to a game of wall ball, Tank hit the ball so hard it knocked the feathers right out of Pringle's wings. Poof! Old Pringle had to go back home by boat. They didn't have enough feathers left to fly. And that meant Pringle had to basically stop work and take a vacation while some feathers grew back. And every night, as they sat around the campfire and went through their roses and thorns for the day, roses being the good things and thorns being the bad, Tank always chose to talk about what he'd done on the wall ball courts that day. The kids he'd beaten, the moves he'd tried, the way that he'd hit the ball. And this became something of a tradition, something of a routine. He was always bragging on himself, telling about how good he was at this, that, and the other thing. And sometimes it felt like he was talking so much that Honey didn't have any space to tell what she had done that day at school. Or any of the other bears, for that matter. Honey, in fact, was having her own fun at school. She had gotten rather tired of seeing Tank always out there on the wall ball court. So she'd started these games out in the fields of the school. She and her friends would pretend to be farmers, and they were always gathering in new crops and harvests and making them into different kinds of food they could serve in their pretend restaurant. But she didn't feel like she had much time to tell these things to the, to the bears, to her family, because Tank was always sucking up all the attention with just another tale of his wall ball exploits. 
Well, old Nan started to notice that it seemed that Tank was taking up more than his fair share of the attention and was kind of leaving on some of the other bears, especially Honey, feeling a little bit dejected. Not a lot passed by old Nan's attention, and so one day, just as Tank was getting out of the canoe and gearing up to tell another story about his wild wall ball fun, she pulled him aside and asked if he wanted to go for a walk down on the beach, maybe over to the licorice fields, just the two of them. Well, Tank liked this idea. He loved old Nan, and sometimes having a little bit of one-on-one time with one of the older bears was a rare thing to get. Bear Island was always full of bustle and activity, and getting a little time to yourself could sometimes be a hard thing. So off they walked, and Tank started telling his stories about the old wall ball exploits. When he was finished and kind of petered himself out, old Nan said, Tank, I sure do love hearing about your wall ball exploits. But, you know, sometimes uh, there's a time to tell, and then there's also a time to listen. Sometimes, if you toot your horn too much, other people can feel left behind. Toot my own horn, said Tank. What do you mean, toot my own horn? I'm not talking about horns. I'm I'm talking about wall ball. Is toot your own horn some kind of wall ball move? No, no, said old Nan. That's not true at all. I'm just saying, if you toot your own horn, that's kind of a way to say that you're, you're talking about yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone should feel confident because everyone here has something unique to offer. Of course, I love it when you toot your own horn and you speak your truth. That's good. That's good. You're going to need that as you get older, you know, that inner, that inner belief in yourself. But the other thing is that you can toot your horn too much. If you toot your horn too much, nobody else gets a toot theirs. So sometimes I like to give space to other people, you know, or better yet, Toot their horns for them. Why not? You know, I know that you love honey so much, but sometimes I think she can feel like she doesn't have a place when you're talking about your days. I wonder how you might think that might make honey feel if all she gets to do is listen to you talk about what you did. Well, I guess it would make her feel like what she did that day wasn't maybe as special. Oh, that's very smart of you, Tank. That's very smart. You know, so, I don't know, just something to think about. Just something to think about. Well, later that day at the campfire, as they were finishing up their meal and sitting around, Tank began talking. All the older bears smiled, little pocket smiles. They knew what was about to happen. Here comes Tank with more stories about how good he was at wall ball. But instead, Tank said, You know what I noticed at school today? I noticed that Honey was out there with her friends. And I noticed that Honey is so good at making friends. She's always got so many of these kids who who come and play with her. And they all work together. And they make these wonderful imaginary restaurants. Where they make hamburgers that are actually leaves filled with dirt. But still, super fun. Oh, that sounds nice, said King Kukuru. A little surprised by the change in topic. Hey, that sounds cool, said Dish. Imagination is the best. That's how I figure out most of my things. Oh, thanks, said Honey. Yeah, I mean, we do have a lot of fun. Hey, Tink, said Loy, the strongest bear on the island, 
who had been practicing her wall ball skills. How about you and I go play a game of wall ball? Okay, said Tink. But first I want to hear more about Honey's game that she played today because I saw that there were even more kids than normal playing. Well, that sounds good, said Lloyd. And they all listened as Honey told them about the drama of that day's games. About how some kids wanted to open up a rival restaurant. And how other kids didn't want to be farmers anymore. And how they solved it all by having a a bake-off where they each made their best-looking cake out of twigs, leaves, grass, and other things they found on the playground. And how it ended with none other than Honey winning the best cake award. And after that, Loy and Tank went down to Dish's wall ball court that he'd made and they began playing. And it was very clear straight off that Loy had really learned how to play a good game of wall ball and that bear, for she was the strongest bear on the whole island, could smack the rubber off a ball. And it was a tight game. It was close. But Loy ended up winning against the great Tank. And at first, Tank was pretty sad. His eyes welled up with tears. This was the first time in a very long time that he actually lost. But then he swallowed down. He decided maybe this was the time to toot somebody else's horn. So he said, that was a really good game, Loy. You've gotten a lot better at wall ball. And Loy smiled because it was nice to hear something nice. And she said, well, I have the best teacher in the world. Which is you, Tank. You know, sometimes it feels like the only way to be special is to be in the center of everything. But sometimes it's even better, even more special, to put somebody else in the center of everything. Maybe tell your parent or caregiver something that they had done well that week. Or tell your sibling or friend something you admire about them. Maybe even tell somebody you haven't met yet. Hey, good job. Or I admire the way that you... Sometimes that's nice. I don't know. Alright, if you're liking the pod, make sure you rate and review. Or more important, share it with a buddy. Why not? I sure do like telling these stories to you. And I'll come back next week with another one. Until then, you stay safe. You stay loved. And you stay curious, okay? Come back next week and we'll do it again. Love's just a story. Has no end, and I'll never tire telling it to you. There's not a day that won't be true. <laughs> See you later.